Good morning. I am feeling much better, but my voice still hasn't come back, so bear with me maybe another week, and I'll get it completely back, I hope. Uh, But we'll see how that goes. Um, Today, we want to start our new series on social faith, talking about social media and how it affects us as Christians. So before you tune me out because you think you're too old and you don't use social media, bear with me. And if you think you're really young and you've got it all figured out, bear with me as well. Social media influences each and every one of our lives, whether you use it or not. Marketers are using social media to determine what kind of products they're going to sell to you, whether you ever subscribe to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Social media is the new conduit in which we speak to each other in America. And it is a very important part of our lives as Christians to be able to understand those conduits for communication. But I think more importantly, we can use social media as a tool to help spread the word of evangelism and spread the gospel message. But we have to be careful because we can use social media in a bad way and really hurt ourselves and hurt God's message as well. That's why as we go through this lesson, uh, all four weeks, I want us to think of this one scripture. We'll we'll have different scriptures each week, but I think this scripture that we're going to start with today is paramount to the idea of what we do with social media. In Matthew 12, verse 36, Jesus tells us that everyone is going to have to give an account for what they say. For every word that they speak, they're going to be judged. So if you brought your Bibles, open up. We're going to stay here today in Matthew chapter 12. We're going to stay right there at verse 36 today. Verse 36 says, I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. We may forget what we said in the past, but God never forgets. We may may forget that we said something mean to somebody several years ago. Or we may forget that we forgot to talk to somebody when we were supposed to. But God doesn't forget those things. And unfortunately, as we're learning, the internet doesn't forget either. No matter how hard you try to delete something and remove something from the internet and from social media like Facebook and Twitter, it's still out there. It can still be found. It can still be dug up. We would like to just put things that we say that are bad off and just forget that it ever happened, but the world doesn't allow that to happen today. When we decide to talk about something online, it's out there forever for everyone to see. No matter who we meant it for, no matter how we meant it, or no matter how hard we try to delete it. A common negative practice that I've seen on social media, is the right now idea. It's it's the idea that we can voice our opinions and our feelings right now. How I feel right now, I'm going to throw out on the internet. Right now, I'm upset, so I'm going to put that on the internet, and I'm going to put how upset I am with whatever it is. When we do things like this, we we make assumptions, and, and we cause other people to make assumptions about what we're saying. It's a struggle 
It's especially true today in, in today's culture, especially with younger generations, especially when they're dealing with things like gender issues, authority, spike in atheism, and a lot more issues. We can be quick to engage in online drama and retweet viral videos and statements that people say. But when we do that, are we really thinking about our witness? Are we really thinking about what we're saying or what we're supporting when we do things like that? It's great to be passionate about things. It's great to have opinions about things. But it's not always great to express them in ways that you can ultimately regret. I'll say this, as young people, we still have a lot to learn about the nuances of life. I'm 43, I don't know, that used to be middle-aged, I think. Now it's still a young person. I still have a lot to learn about the nuances of life. I still have a lot of wisdom to impart to my kids, too. And sometimes there's a pressure to speak out about a topic that maybe we don't completely understand. Communicating on social media should be done in the same way that we would approach a conversation with a person. We should be quick to listen and slow to speak. The use of the internet can sometimes form an impatience in us due to its its quick ability to transfer information. As each generation comes along, we we transfer and understand more and more information, more and more quickly. And the internet feeds this. Social media feeds this idea. There's a temptation there for us to put out information quickly. But sometimes, and a lot of times, we don't need to. We need to stop. We need to think. Another common bad practice that we see online is excessive desire for attention. Now, this one is not relegated mostly to the young people. I see this from all age groups. I see many of our older people as well as younger people fall into this trap. As beneficial as social media has been for the world, it also has caused us to struggle with attention-seeking. And sometimes we're just posting things so that people will hear us. Sometimes it's not bad things, but sometimes there's no reason for it. Outlets like YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, those accounts dedicated to photos that you take of your food, your daily outfits, your pets. I'm happy for you. I really am. I don't really care. And it's not that I don't care about you, but we're not actually becoming very personal, are we? We're not. We're not engaging. But we think we are. As Christians, any and everything we do should be done with Christ's mission in mind. And anything we post should be with that idea that we're serving Christ as disciples. If you're constantly checking your phones to see how many comments, likes, or shares you got, you find yourselves frustrated with certain people haven't engaged your post, you might have ill intent behind your reason for posting. It might be self-centered. 
Certain apps like Instagram have made it normal to airbrush and edit and cover up and perfect your post, which allows us to create a type of attention that we desire. We must remember that God is the one who gets the glory. And if we're too focused on glorifying ourselves, people are going to see that. People are going to see that, and they're going to see right through your Christianity. Any attention we do have should be directed towards the love of God and towards helping others understand that love. Being noticed by many will never matter if the people who are directly in front of you don't feel noticed by you. I think when we go back to like Micah, like we were studying um, Micah and Malachi earlier. <coughs> Excuse me. We go back to the Old Testament to Micah. I think this is part of what God is trying to teach in that book. There's nothing wrong with being noticed or recognized. There's nothing wrong with having a sparkling personality. But if you're not using that for God and using that to seek self-attention, that becomes an issue. One other common bad practice that we can see in our tendencies is to make blunt statements with no context. I think everyone would agree that having their statements taken out of context is frustrating. It's extremely frustrating, and at times, it's even hurtful. We try our best to not offend, to not offend our classmates, to not offend our coworkers, to not offend our friends and our family. We try to keep an even keel on race-related issues or sex-related issues or even the ideas about how to live life. But even when we try to have deep and meaningful conversations with people, in order to communicate our hearts, someone can eavesdrop and hear about that conversation secondhand in social media. And they don't necessarily get the full picture. This is one of the things that Nathan and I talk about all the time. Social media might not be the best place to have those kind of conversations. In fact, I think in person is. But many of us try, and many of us try to have these heartfelt conversations on social media. Many people know how to Photoshop pictures and edit them to make them look the way they want or make your pictures and your photos and your sayings look completely different than you meant them. When it comes to online speech, the same can happen when our our tweets and our reposts and our bios are seen by others and they're misunderstood. It's our job to remain diligent and being careful with what we say. At the end of the day, what we say online isn't just seen by the person we're talking to. It's seen by all their followers, their friends, and the general public. This means that your simple discussion over a social issue or a certain movie or a political party can be detrimental to who you are as a Christian. It can cause people to question your views as a Christian and your ability to follow Christ. Let's go back to our verse for the day, Matthew 12, verse 36. We're going to add 37 in. I tell you, On the day of judgment, people will give an account 
for every careless word they speak. For by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. Christ speaks here of idle words. The idea that our words can be good and they can be evil. The idea that our words can cause us to be judged. The idea that our words can cause us to be condemned should be important to us as Christians. God takes notice of every single word we say, even that which we don't mean to say. Vain, idle, impertinent talk is displeasing to God. It is the product of a vain and trifling heart. The constant tenor of our discourse, according (coughs) as it is, gracious, will be our evidence for us or against us. What if, what if I posted on Facebook, the fosters really get on my nerves? Does that sound cruel? Does that sound rude? And unexplained from your vantage point, you don't necessarily know what I'm talking about but you might think that I really hate the Fosters, whoever they are. What if I told you I was talking about the television show The Fosters on Freeform? And perhaps I was having this conversation with just one other person, not with all of you. Context becomes pertinent, but we don't always think about that when we post things. Blunt statements on social media can possibly be a hindrance towards God's mission. Therefore, it is crucial for us as Christians to take time to understand the context before we post something or before we jump onto a post and re-comment about something. It doesn't matter whether you're the poster or even the commentator on a post. It's important to stop and to think, and listen, maybe even reach out to the person in private and see what's going on before you jump to conclusions and comment on the post. I've seen some of us post satire. Funny things on Facebook. And I've seen other people take that as serious comments and not understand the context that it's satire. Should they have understood? Maybe. Maybe we should have made it more clear. I don't know. I've also seen some of us use social media to post our anger with some other person in the church or with the church itself. I found this picture I wanted to share with you guys. Sometimes when we're angry, It's best to stop and think and listen and reach out to people first before we go and make a statement that we regret. I like this picture. It says, choices made in anger cannot be undone. Our words hold value, and what we say means something to the rest of the world. But more importantly, it means something to the God that we worship. And he wants us to be careful of that speech. Will you pray with me? 
Dear Heavenly Father, as we look into this series about social media, help our hearts to be open and our minds to be open (coughs) to the speech that we use, whether it's political rhetoric, whether it's church rhetoric, whether it's something to do with some social issue that we just disagree with. Help us to understand that the words that we say need to be uplifting, the words that we say need to be about you and about your gospel message, about the love that you have for mankind, the love that you've shown us and the mercy that you've given us, the grace that you've poured out on us. Help us to share those messages with this world. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you're able, let's